The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. The human torch was denied at Anglo. That's out of the dark crystal, man. Is that Tibetan throat singing over there? Once again, it's time to open your ears and expand your mind. Or maybe it's dull your mind. Either way, I think these boys have something to say. So sit back, grab a brew, we're going to have some too. And give you our point of view, here on Talkin' Brap. Welcome back, Talking Brap, Season 2, Episode 9, officially more than last season, and we're on a good path of cranking them out here. Giggity. This, uh, this year's been busy and crazy. You don't need a soundboard when you have Mike. this is the shrine to the virgin so this is how the story goes this is a small fishing village in korea right on the ocean obviously and a young woman went out to sea and she died at sea and she happened to be a virgin and when she died all of the fish in the sea vanished so the town did the best they could to try and bring the fish back because they knew they couldn't bring her back and so they started bringing all these penises here as sort of a gift to the fish gods if you will so cock attracts fish. <laughs> so did it work is that so, what i take from that it's now a giant <laughs> penis park part of my language but uh that's just what it is I like the most nerdy this is like guy a giant narrating penis it cannon with his penis soldiers behind okay this is actually really a impressive there are so many penis statues here I, and they're all carved in different ways he's like so fucking some are lost very right funny now. and oh, no. others are very well done. I'm just disappointed he keeps using the word penis I'd be like oh look at this hard oh man look at that <laughs> willy over there you know what I mean I keep zero creativity yeah try to use every form of penis you know Hey, this is a that one there. That's a pecker, you know. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's, a, a, that's a pug, Junior. That's a legitimate review of a real park. Of a real park. So, so who's the reviewer? What's disturbing is it was some like guy. some oh, guy. Some guy. Some that looked like they had diseases and shit. Like they're, it's not not healthy. What the penis? Yes, there's some well, unhealthy cock on there. Oh really? Well, I think there's some un- unhealthy cock out there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so. <laughs> the motorcycles <laughs> Jesus and Christ. the record broke and again. The record broke I mean, again. I, this is yes, before, before seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah. less than a minute. <laughs> um, Zero hour. 
So tonight, I wanted to talk about somewhat of a faux pas, I think, in our industry and in many industries that uh, some people, I don't think, realize the implications of. And um, that's, you know, bringing your own stuff into a shop, you know, figuring out what you want, buying what you think you need, and then bringing it to your mechanic and saying, install this um, or your dealership or, or whatever shop it is you go to. And you know not a lot of people understand really what how bad it can be for the the consumer themselves not just the shop um but how how much of a pain in the butt it can be all around for everybody um you know <laughs> the the need or the want to save some money everybody has so most places deal with this <laughs> and that was like yoda-ish um, yeah. Save money, you must. What, everybody yeah. has. Money save has everybody. Once you save money, everyone yeah. has. <laughs> you know, but but and and most shops deal with that because they get it. You know, this guy wants to save fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, but it it can cost hundreds in the end, and um, the you know we had one like for example. So first off. I say you start with the biggest faux pas of it all, which is it's really a dick move. Um, you're talking a business, whether it's a shop or, or a dealership or no matter what it is, they're making money on the parts and the labor, okay? Not a lot of money on parts, not nearly as much as people think. You can get it cheaper than the shop can, usually, if you try. Yeah, but you're only that's just because you're buying it from somebody that's making exactly. no money on it because they're dealing yeah. in huge bulk. And yeah, and so the shop can get screwed on that, and... You know, a shop needs both of those, you know, income revenue streams, if you will. Um, that's how the business works. So, you know, first and foremost, it's a business thing, you know. Um, it, Yeah, you might save 50 bucks here, but, you know, it it's that $50 more, and we'll explain why in a little bit, can be so worth it in the end, uh, especially if you run into issues. So, uh, good example, I had a job the other day. Guy brought in uh, his own handlebars and stuff, uh, ordered it all from Kraus or whatever it was, and really cool Kraus Moto bar set up and everything, and um, was here waiting. He was from out of state, was here waiting, so I was putting everything together and, and not thinking much about it, just kind of wired everything up, and, you know, wire up the handlebars put the risers on go to put the handlebars on and the risers are inch and a quarter or inch and an eighth whatever they are and the bars are one inch you know now um at 120 dollars an hour you know for uh, a labor rate now the clock's burning you know this this job's been put on the end so either the you know the shop's paying for it or the customer's paying for it at this point. You know what I mean? And 99% of the time, the shop eats it, you know, is what happens that time. Well, in a case, the in a case like that, though, yeah. Yeah, yeah the case technician like that, though, eats you know, it. The, the, the job the gets shop. put on back burner, and then you tell the guy, exactly. hey, sorry, now we have to wait for the bars to come in, and you got to go back in the rotation again. Yeah. So in that, in that same instance, now... Um, the shop we, doesn't eat it when the customer buys the wrong shit. Well, well yeah, yeah, they shouldn't, but, you, but the, the yeah, tech will. Tech's eating time, guaranteed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tech's eating time. Sure. You, you know, customers don't realize that, but when you get into that, that tech is losing money. 
yeah. um, when that happens. And, and that's something, you know, we're all tech oriented here. So um, it's something that, that kind of drives what we're talking about today is people lose money in the end and you become that guy you know i joked with with uh, aaron earlier i said i really want to name this episode don't be that guy i'm like but really first of a series that's like a series of episodes of don't be that guy this is one of yes several areas of that guy we can can do that but you know in in that instance it's now you know the customer's got to send that stuff back because i can't send it back i didn't you know i didn't sell it to him He's from out of state. He's got to order something else, bring it in, you know, or buy it from us, whatever's going on. So time, money is all being burned. If we have right it, there. I mean, yeah. that stuff's pretty Luckily, we did have it. Right? Well, we had a shorter riser in the right size that he went with that actually I think worked out pretty good in the end. I think he was pretty happy with it. You could actually kind of see the radio, and he had adjustable Krauss bars, so I just raised them up a little bit. Um, oh, is it those, uh, this, the Streak Glide? The, the five-piece. Yeah, yeah. the ERG bar. Yeah. So I just gave it a little bit more because, like, if I would have had the ones he had, I probably would have collapsed them all the way down, you know, to to look on the moto bar. Mm. But I, I moved him up a little bit and um, got him up to about the top of his fairing where I thought he, he probably wanted to be, um, you know. But but we kind of saved the day there. How many shops are going to have cross moto fucking risers? Yeah, just just on hand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah on hand. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> that was like a miracle for that guy. Well, that happened with Previt too. Well, now, granted, we ordered that stuff, but yeah, we just happened to have a different set so, of risers there. So that's the flip side to this. Now you've you've brought in a bunch of parts. You've you've you know uh, dropped your bike off, and then they call you. Hey, there, there's a problem. You're paying for this. You know what I mean? You ordered all this stuff. You ordered it wrong. There's going to be another hour labor on here, whatever yeah. it is. And you're going to have to send that stuff back. Yeah, that's what the ripple effect is. Hey, yeah. You save 50 bucks in the beginning yeah, yeah. and it costs yeah. you 200 exactly. in time if, in the if end. If the company yeah. takes it back. Yeah. So on the open, flip side. A lot of these companies, though, you know, if, if you find as a consumer, they're like, did you open the box? Well, the shop did. You're fucked. Yeah. yeah. Now we order it wrong. It's not a call to the customer to say, hey, you're fucked. It's how do we get it overnighted? Mm-hmm. How do yeah. we get it here? What are our options? You know, what can we do? Can we get it from another dealership? Yeah. And we exhaust our resources yep. making sure what that. What are we doing to fix it? Yeah, yeah. That, the, you know, the expectation of the customer to get his bike when he wants to get them happens. Now, when you take the customer and throw them in the middle of that, you can triple that time. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yep. You know, it, it without question that thing will sit for weeks. So you know it, well, Jordan sitting over here going, Oh God, today's day. It, go, it, goes, yeah. it goes the other way too. It goes because uh so I just had a call today and somebody bought a part from us and they have their mechanic I'm doing the quote the air quotes right now installing it in their garage and and they called and said this part is cross threaded. And my mechanic is trying to put it together and it's cross-threaded from the factory. No. And I said, nope. well, uh, okay. So if there's a manufacturer's defect in the part, it's covered under Harley's warranty. Well, yeah, but how do I get it back to you? I'm like, I don't know. But we well, we kind of went round and round and I said, well, and and sh- and the customer wasn't giving me any kind of solution. And I said, look, I'm trying to help you out, but I don't, I'm not sure what you're asking me here. What, yeah. what would you like me to do? Well, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I mean, if you bring me the part and I can inspect it, if it's a manufacturer's defect, it'll be handled by warranty. You have some quote mechanic putting it together in your garage right now that says the part is broken 
and it came that way, yet he's installing it as we speak, yeah. broken. So if there's so, marks on those right. cross threads, so, like a yeah. screw went in there, you're fine. So, so if it looks like it was put together cross thread, Which it probably was. there's nothing yeah. that I can do because, you know, you don't have our installation warranty. So was it a Harley part or an aftermarket part? It was part? Harley, it was Harley part. part. Yeah. So I would, I'd be willing to bet my something very significant that that was not thrust cross-threaded well i don't i don't know because the way they're describing it it was it seemed like it might have been part of the part of the product i'm not going to name the product yeah, just so yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. the names have been changed to keep the innocent innocent yeah exactly but it, it seemed like they were describing part of the product that wasn't part of the actual install itself but i said well until i can look at it there's no way for me to tell yeah and so the customer says well I, I can't bring it to you. And I said, well, I'm not going to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, how am I supposed, I, I, how am I going to do that? If the product <laughs> doesn't come back to me, I can't inspect it. Well, then I waited two weeks for this. So am I going to have to wait two weeks for another one? It's possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially right You know now. what I mean? So yeah. you, you get to that impasse where I'm like, hey, I want to help you, but I'm not sure what you want me to do. Had we done the oh. installation, it would have been way less expensive. Well, yeah, because they were like, "Well, you charge charge one hundred nineteen dollars an hour." Well, the job you're describing pays a half an hour yeah. to do sixty bucks. So it would have been sixty dollars, and it would have been done. And if this problem happened, we would have just called you and said, "Hey, this came messed up. We're gonna get another one. We're finding it from here. It's only yep. gonna take this amount of time. Do you want the bike right now, or do you want to just keep it here until it's done?" And that's and, kind of the moral of the story. Yeah, right? and I said we were never given that option. Now we have somebody upset with us for apparently something we aren't even in control of. And we have the unknown variable of my mechanic who's been working on my bike for years and I've never had a problem with him. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Now, yeah. apparently you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, 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 every mechanic's bound to fuck up time. Oh, to time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she gets cross-threaded. It happens. Um, yeah. You know, to, to, I don't know if I'd have the balls to, to call back and be like, that part you gave me is cross -threaded. Oh, man. Well, the mechanic, like, eh. well, that's what, that's what the mechanic told the customer. Yeah. They, they're just calling, they're the messenger. And yeah. I said that, I said, I realize you're just being the messenger right now. Yeah. You know, I don't know if the, if, if whoever's doing the installation wants to bring it up here, you bring it up here. I'm not sure. I'm patient. Yeah. You know, here I've got, I've got another one. It's actually on its way. So, you know, Saturday. I should have it. Maybe if you bring it Saturday, I might even be able to do a one-for-one -one exchange if there's something actually wrong with it. But if it's a bolt that is put on after that part is made and it's cross-threaded and there's marks on it, there's nothing that me or Harley Davidson is going to do about that. Well, you know, even that um, handlebar job that, you know, we kind of saved there, um, they sold him everything he needed, they told him. In fact, they had sold them too much. They sold them polyurethane bushings, Good. which didn't make any sense. That's awesome, though. Because it's the... It's a hard it's mount. A solid. Yeah, it's a solid mount with the yeah. isolators up top. So I was a little confused at that. And then when it went all went together, I needed wire extensions. Well, and, and another th another thing is... So if you were doing that, that yourself in your garage... You'd be making a trip. Yeah, you, you would have made two or three trips when it's all said right. and done, and you would have had to go to another store, find whatever dealer's got you know extensions or whatever. And to add another layer onto that, a lot of times the customers don't know 100% what they need. We, you know, we do this all the time. I mean, yeah. what do we do? Krauss Moto handlebar installations like once or twice a week now. Yeah. Where... This person's never done them ever, saw it on the internet, fell in love with it, 
I gotta have it. Calls Crossmoto. Yeah, I want to do this setup. I saw. Here's a picture. Yeah. I just emailed you a picture. Cross is looking at a picture, going, "Well, it looks like it's this, this, and this. Seems pretty straightforward." Yeah. But I want this riser. Oh, okay. Then that riser will work. Sure. Boom. Yeah. Did uh, did Sasha overnight that stuff? Because maybe the clamp that was supposed to go with our stuff went with his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was a totally different setup. Speaking of that, I just ordered a new top clamp with set pins. You know what I mean? Uh, three set screws in it. Yeah. For your bike? Cause, yeah, because I keep my handlebar. I'll hit a hella bump you, or something, you need and my f- handlebars will come back. You need to fix your uh, your chain guard, man. Yeah, that bell guard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wife was not impressed. It was like, I, I kept hearing a noise, and I was standing there, I was looking at my bike, and it's broken, and I could see where it's been hitting my pulley and shit, and I'm like, oh, that's that new noise I heard on my bike. I'm like, that makes sense. You know, my bell guard's all fucked up. And I looked at my wife, and I'm like, well, doesn't really make sense to buy another belt guard. I might as well just do a chain conversion. I can't while you're and there. And she's like looking at me. <laughs> How much is that going to cost? And I was like, I don't know. 300 bucks. <laughs> she's like. Damn near free at our prices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about as much as a fucking new belt guard would from Harley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and you can get it in half the time these days. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about bringing it in tomorrow. Oh, you need a belt guard? Great. Uh, three and a half months later, it comes out back order. Yeah, it's crazy right now with yeah. all this. Yeah, it, it, parts have been very difficult to get. Especially yeah. certain exhausts. <laughs> Which will remain <laughs> nameless. On some parts, too, you can run into liability problems. Well, you know, and that's like, like, so like warranty. tires. Warranty was you know one what of I mean? the other. Yeah, warranty was one of the other reasons, which is if you bring the part to me, I don't know where you got it. I don't know who sold it to you. I cannot warranty it. You know, period. That's any shopping, you know, and that's not just us here. That's anywhere. Now, I may be able to try to call the manufacturer and see if I can work something out. But why would I do that when you didn't buy it from me? Right. Yeah, you do. It. I, I haven't made any money off of and this. And that's that's the X factor. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, that team and we of people will work behind the scenes yeah. to work on your behalf to make things happen quickly we and do, inexpensively as and possible. Especially Aaron, we do, do so that. much work in this business, and it's not. I'm not and I don't say we like we as a shop. I think everybody deals with it for the most part. Not me. Which <laughs> is, we spend so much time on the phone talking with people, telling them what they want, and they just go on fucking Amazon and buy it. Oh, yeah. that, that happens. I've been burned by that you a know, few times. Or or they go somewhere else, or they call six fucking dealerships and spend but, hours but on the phone. Right now, and when it's all said and done, there's defense they, for that. They, they, they go to some aftermarket shop. I will it. tell you about 85 to 90% of what you need to know yeah. over the phone. Yeah, I still hold some, now, some things kind of close to the vest, so go ahead. Try yes. it. And so, I have had those phone calls okay, where they so go, hey, why do, doesn't this work? So going yeah. forward, ah, don't are. ever cross yeah. 65%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 65. Yeah, 60, when you're like, oh, my 64% of what you need to know. <laughs> so a deposit will give you more information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, like a pay phone. Have you ever heard of <laughs> Benford's Law? No. Benford? Yeah. No. Isn't that like Benford Tools? It's a numbers thing. And I was watching a show on it last night. And basically, like 150 years ago, they used to have wait, like books. Wait. Have you heard of Benford's Law before last night? No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. want to no, make no, sure no, no, I'm no. not missing out like no, 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 on no. some fundamental no. <laughs> so, law of physics. I'm like, man, is this like Newton? Should we know about this? So they. This guy, they, they used to have these big books of like uh, multiplication tables, basically. 
and it was just numbers on pages and shit but you could flip through the book for quick like a calculator if you will to 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 do calculations and stuff so like in the 1400s if you were like man i've always wanted to know what 1,397 times 2,646 was. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and this is like four. Didn't they figure so that in like 1,000 AD and it was called an abacus? Well, yes. yeah, yeah, but we're talking complex <laughs> no, mathematics here. I think that so, was BC. So I think the Greeks invented the abacus. This yeah, guy, right. Benford, I don't know his first name, Simon Benford. Around. Frank. Frank. We'll say Frank. It's Frank Benford. I'm looking shit <laughs> Frank up right Benford. now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded good. I like it. So what he figured out is after a few years of using these books that the first pages got used more than the last pages. And it sounds odd, but basically what they do, they apply this to like everything in life. You have to watch this show. I'll figure out what it's called. I'll let you know. They, they apply this to so many things like um, was it connected? So if you take a group of numbers, okay, like they did, uh, man, I can't even think of any of them right now, but they did so many different ones. There's a lot basically, of on here. Yeah, basically <laughs> what it is, is, if you take a group of numbers, no matter what it is, oh, they use this in social media profiles, okay? So they can go on and check social media profiles and they go to your followers, okay? And only using number of followers, they go on and they check your followers and your friends' followers, and they list all of this. You know, they they build the network. And then thirty percent of the numbers oh, will was... start with a number one. Okay. Seventeen percent of the numbers will start with a number two. It's like ten, eleven ish, I think, on number three, and it goes down in a curve. If you were to graph it out, yeah, it's a curve. curve. He was just showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so where at what point on that graph? Are you related to Kevin Bacon? Uh, seven. Yeah, no, six. Six, six, ways. six. six ways of separation. Yeah. Six yeah. Ways. Yeah. We were so, just talking about that last here's week. The thing, though. That's a funny They go in. And here he this is again. woman, I think it was a woman on there. She takes this, basically, this curve and Trummers maps out all of these social media uh, profiles. Okay? All of the real ones, the real ones, okay, follow, like you go in and you map out just, just by using number of followers. Okay? You could map this curve out. When they didn't match the curve, they would go do more investigation, and they found over a hundred and fifty thousand Russian bots that were that were like, and we've all seen them. You know, they just they I've make. Never, like, I've never seen a Russian bot. They, they just like, like make bot. random. Yeah, they make random comments and they like do each they, other's shit. Do they? Point and they shoot found the, them all the by bots. using this. And it, it's it's across like everything in in the world. Like <laughs> it is bot? so crazy. What were you it's doing like right a, there? <laughs> Awesome Powers if Fembot. You, if you yeah. don't know, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, it's like a Da Vinci Code thing. Like, seriously, it's in every... And, and they, they basically, you can take, like, any group of numbers, and they use this, like, in the IRS and, and stuff like that to to check for fraud, basically. Like, if, if shit... However it works in the world, it is so hard to explain. You have to watch this this show. Uh, and it's this little skinny guy with glasses, and it's like he explains weird shit. It's like a, I watch science shows. You know? Yeah, so do I. It's Branson's Code? <sighs> Benford. Ben, Benford. Benford's Code. Benford's Code. Benford. So it's super interesting, though, but they apply this to numbers all around the world, and like if it doesn't match, there's something wrong every time. And you wouldn't think... You know, generally speaking, if you were going to grab a group of numbers, that there would be more of one number than another. You would think it would be completely random, 
You know what no, I mean? No, nothing's random. But nothing is random. That's what they prove in this shit. It's like nothing oh, yeah. is random. Nothing. Nothing's like, random. You know, uh, the number of, of, of people in cities, like they, they just take like any number and they apply well, this shit. And it's, 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 it's all crazy. Qu- it's all quark science. Um, let me see. Yeah, they say use it for law, for fraud detection, auditing. And then he analyzed 2,229 sets of numbers, including areas of rivers, baseball averages, atomic weights, electricity bills, and more. Finding multi-digit numbers beginning with one, two, or three appear more frequently than multi-digit numbers beginning four, or five, or six. Yeah. And they all, like I said, they used this for and like what, what year was that found in? On all kinds. Uh, it was like 150 Nine, years ago. This is 1938 was when he was... Oh, they said 150 years ago on the show. So 18, uh, obviously, was Simon Newcomb that started. Hey, it okay, that was the guy okay. that. Okay, uh, Newcomb okay. was the one. I was going to say that, obviously yeah, yeah. they didn't use the code. Okay, so Benford, <laughs> So Newcomb was the guy that discovered that the pages, like I was talking about, like the early pages, and I guess Benford was the one that put it down on paper and figured out what it meant. So Benford you know went. I mean? Why? He figured out people got bored easily so and flipped through the first a, three pages and went, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Newcomb wrote a paper about how they didn't use the back half of the book. Yeah. I'm trying to get, I, the like, paper I, I went, like how we hmm. got on this tangent about letting people so have 65% of the oh, no, 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 there recipe. Is, there, there has to be a way. We need to figure it out. There has to be a way we could apply it to uh, the power sports industry. That would be totally interesting. Oh, there's, um, there's no tying that together, man. Not at all. I guess I could look something up and actually read it, but the 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 whole Benford's Law thing was super interesting. And like I said, they they would take the most random shit and you know the first number and 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 in, in the end, I, I really didn't understand how deep it went because it was always like, well, the first number will start with this, and I'm like, okay, what about like the second, third, fourth, and fifth number? How do we figure those out? You know, but whatever it was, it, um, I'm I'm drawing a complete blank now on most of the things they talked about there but he goes around and you know different places and these different people that have applied it in weird ways to life and they're you know like i said the social media one was really eye-opening you know because the this woman was like yeah i started checking profiles and blah 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 and so if you took you know your followers and then every one of your followers and how many followers they have and map them, it'll be number one. Will be thirty percent. Yeah, but you know, that's the first number. But thirty percent. What does that mean? What do you, What does that mean? How do? You, what's the number one significant in your followers? Well, it just it, it's the number sequence. It's how it's it's. But, but, we, but you like, wouldn't what think number? Is that like the the amount of followers you have? Is that the yeah, first number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so if you like, I have three hundred followers. You have three hundred followers. You have 500 followers, you have 1,000 followers, you have 1,500 followers. You know, you go through all your lists, 30% of those numbers are going to start with a number one without fail. So what that means is if you have 1,000 followers. Until you get to 2,000, you're there. 30% of all your followers are going to have either 1,000, 10,000, or 100 followers. Correct. And they said that held true on almost, like, they didn't say almost. They said on all Don't you think real. a lot of that, though, has to do with threshold of those numbers? Well, so like, once you get to 1,000, so you're in the thousands for quite a while. So once you get to 10,000, you're in 10,000s quite a while. 
I would assume, or millions. Yeah, I'm not. I just watched a TV show on it last night. I'm not really an expert on it yet. So, so like, so if you, have I a, might have been a little inebriated. So, you know, if you so, have, like, so if you have 700 followers, your profile's fake. You're a well, bot. no, no, that's not it. It's so if you were to go in and map out, like, like I said, all the ones they found that were fake didn't have that. Oh, another one was um, photography. So they go to, you know how you get all these fake photos out on the internet now? They're made up of pixels. No, there's no fake photos. There's like, um, each pixel has like a number generation or whatever. And they go in and map this out. And a real photo meets the Benford's curve. As you, like if you were to take that photo and put it on your computer and then resave it, it dulls that curve down so it because it like doubles everything so everything that started with a one now starts with a two you know what i mean because you're resaving everything which makes sense in, in computer sense you know you're taking it you're resaving it so it has to save over it it's going to double up the numbers and each time you save it it pulls that curve down and he said they can tell fake photos like that using benford's law i was like what how do we get from like you know from here to here on using the same number curve? Well, it seems like that's the only use it actually has. Uh, what for finding fraud? For finding fake photographs on the internet. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're... because I mean, I don't see what I, I want a job where they can just I can just make money to see how many followers people have and whether it's they're fake or not. I bet you, that person probably didn't make. How do you get that fucking job? Yeah, but that's that job's got to be easier than the real feel guy, which is my dream job, by the way. Um, the, yeah, I, I know it's We've a government it's that. a government funded project, and you probably become pretty wealthy doing it. What are we looking at? Oh, uh, photoshopped photo. Yeah, I like those. I like those. Uh, sh- the shits like on Facebook where they like they ask me to Photoshop this and then regret what they wish for, and that's the shit like take the guy out of the picture and so <laughs> the guy's fucking all up yeah i love that yeah like hey can you photoshop me without this and then it gets back and it's exactly what you asked for kind of like those you know be careful what you ask for <laughs> yeah, the god yeah. kind of things like hey or like look at the ass on that chick yeah. i didn't know mirrors bent like that yeah, yeah. i want to be the, yeah. I be the <laughs> hottest guy in town and he set you on fire can you take, you this, guy's, <laughs> can you take this guy's arm out of the photo so then he takes he's got no arms <laughs> Anyway, oh, so apparently people are applying Benford's law to code. Oh, uh, elections was another one. Um, so, so if you vote more than once, it's fraud. No, but they could tell <laughs> if they were yes. faked. They could tell if like somebody came in and adjusted them because naturally numbers will follow Benford's law. But if you put human thought into changing those numbers, Benford's law won't apply. So they can use it for so elections, but they, they use don't. it like Enron. Enron was a big one, but they they went through their books and basically took all their numbers for everything, put them out, and it didn't match Benford's law. And they're like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, dude, it, it is that fucking weird. Any set of numbers, they take them and they lay them down. So you know, naturally, hmm. a human is going to be random as fuck. If you're going to write down a hundred random numbers, I guarantee you, it won't follow it. You know what I mean? But if you take a hundred natural random numbers, 
you know, that weren't created by a human. Like it's a, you know, how high mountains are or whatever. I think that was the number of volcanoes um, or how big the volcanoes were, whatever they were. Uh, there was something about volcanoes. <laughs> <laughs> that, there was something about volcanoes that was also um, followed Benford's law. So, yeah, if you want a beer, man. But it's it, it's super interesting, and I'm I'm gonna have to like find a good book or something to read on it so I, I understand I, it better. You lost me like hey, twenty I, minutes ago. Oh, it's it's <laughs> super cool. I, I, guess, bet, I bet if you uh, took a I bet if you took a person and told them to write down one hundred random numbers, they would not be random at all. What does this have to do with motorcycles? Um, nothing. Okay. Nothing. I don't. I don't think this we is gonna end up. This is gonna end up on the cutting room floor. I don't think, gear yeah, and I don't fucking think we have yeah. the capability of being random. This well, this conversation is fucking pretty random. Pretty random. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it follows Benford's law because every time we do a podcast, within a certain number of minutes to start with a one, we go off on a tangent. <laughs> okay. so, so here's the deal. Let's say we this had one was zero. It's really hard to do with nine episodes it was to one get minute. any kind of real time. But I bet if well, I had like a thousand episodes, whatever. If say, say I had like two five hundred episodes, whatever, and we wanted to map how quickly we got off of topic, I bet it would follow Benford's law. They applied it to music. They applied it to music. It was uh, like Beethoven, and all that they looked at was how long the notes were held for. So like quarter note, half note, you know, um, how long the notes were held for. Benford's law. Yeah. Like like uh, mainly the the I guess the successful stuff, the the real music, you know, Benford's law. Like they they went through so many different things on the show that by the end of it I was as, as confused as probably you guys are now and I was like I of course I had a kid and a wife like wanting to talk and through the whole thing. So I did miss some stuff, but it was like I I was like I have to understand this and more, to correlate the know? data the number of customers that bring their own parts into the shop versus the orders that are fucked up versus the hours that we spend fixing it. I can see fishing the boats out there, wrong. so I think it's all worked because clearly the fish are back if they're fishing out there. Now, Penis brought them back. Well, Skeet, I think, brought them back. The fishermen went and distributed some seed. Your birth animal year thing from the Chinese calendar? That's incorrect. I don't know. That is correct. Yeah, there's a like the year of the rabbit or the year of the cock or whatever. Every year is dedicated to Either way. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she means rooster. Yeah, I know, but, but she said cock. But they're all they're all penises with like a with an animal an face. Animal. I mean, I believe in that. I I, sh- I if I go fishing, I usually piss in the river and you know show my dick. I mean, it happens. <laughs> well, you know, I have like that's because of the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you think about it, kind of looks like a penis. <laughs> what? What's this? That's that's, that's John's. Uh, John's. Is he gonna drink it or did he? Yeah. Okay. He's bringing, He's bringing a bike in. Yeah. Okay. All right. He walked away and then ran back and set it down. Yeah. Well, I was gonna drink it. I'm like, fuck. Well, if he left, I'll drink his beer. I don't give. I'm not fucking shy. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh we we were we were at a podcast a little while ago about buying your own parts. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it we'll put a note for the listeners like thirty minutes ago to scroll past like twenty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next twenty five minutes we'll, just we'll go mark on it skip. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But it, 
you know, we talked about a lot of it. You know, warranty. You know, it, you buy some parts, you bring them in. Six months from now, they fail. Why am I going to put my time out to try well, to no, figure out what's going on? If we didn't supply the parts, they yeah. got to go to the manufacturer. When, when again, you cut my throat. You know, and, and, and a lot of that goes back to, okay, what do you do for a living? Okay. And no matter what the answer is there, how would you feel about me coming in, doing half your job and paying you half as much? And you have to stop and think about that for a second. Like, I, what? I'll what do you mean? You, I what would, do you mean? Well, I, would, I wouldn't feel good about it, really. I mean, I would. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You, you know, you, you go to the doctor's office and you're like, oh, hey, I have my own stethoscope. And the little thing you hit your knee with. And I brought my own gloves and tongue depressor. So, I mean, how about 60 instead of $80 for the visit? <laughs> you know, like, it, 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 we deal with that all the time. You mm -hmm. know, uh, guys come in and they're like, well, you know, it's just a set of throttle cables. I mean, I have the cables myself. What's it going to take, like a half an hour? Uh, do it then. Yeah, dude. If it's only going to take you a half an hour, what are you doing here? You've spent more than that waiting for me to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, and, and and everybody wants to play it down. But uh, okay, how how old is that clock? The clock is, uh, I would say, about seventy-five years old. Seventy-five years is not old for a cock. <laughs> What's that? This is not old for a cock. Okay. Now, how do you repair it? Explain it. The first thing is. Make sure the cock is completely level. The what? The cock <laughs> is completely leveled. Okay. It's about yeah. 10 inches. <laughs> 10 inches? Yes. Is it a wind-up? Wind-up what? Wind-up cock. Uh, yes, yes, there's something in the back. It does wind up. I don't have the key, though. Uh, okay. You're welcome to bring it in. Bring what the, in? The small cock. I can't wind the clock though because I don't have a key. Yes, you just need to bring the small thing in. What? The small cock. Okay. Now I don't have a key. Can you repair this clock? I'll be right when I try to drink. That's why I just need to see it. See what? <laughs> see your small. Seventy-five cock. years old, and ten yeah. inches long. I, I need to see it too. <laughs> I have a lot here too. A lot, a lot of what? Different cocks. Okay. I have over hundred cocks here. How many? <laughs> Over 100 Okay, because I have a 10-inch black cock, and you could take a look and see if you can work it and fix it? Yes. With your ha you can fix it with your hands? Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She had no idea. She had no idea That's what she was saying. the best part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 75 years old and 10 inches long. Fuck. <laughs> That's impressive. Gravity at work. <laughs> ah, damn. 
the balls are like I two mean, feet. Does, does it get that much bigger as you get older? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't wait to be 75. Right? Yeah, fuck. If it gets bigger as we get older, hell yeah. Oh, they said life gets good. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No wonder the fucking villages in, in Florida are nothing but fucking old people having sex. Oh, fuck. You ever hear about that shit down there, man? Yeah. That is awesome, dude. I fucking love it. Not all of them. Epstein's village wasn't old people. Yeah, oh. well, yeah. The village in, in, in outside of Leesburg, that was all old people. It's like the STD capital of Florida, too. That's the best part. It's all old people. And just swing it wide and then throttle. Oh, bam. Oh, oh she bam. rolled right up that wall. God I, I damn. I didn't know Ethan had a dirt bike. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he pulled the forklift out the day I looked at him. I was like, I think you should probably have your helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's <laughs> somebody. When somebody's bringing the bike in and the door was going down, and they start beeping the horn, and they're like, "Who is it?" I'm like, "I don't know," but it's not Ethan because because they, they had the for the the thought to stop as the door was going down. <laughs> uh, I've never wanted something on videotape so bad. In my life. Uh, that that was the way was he awesome. peeled himself off that bike was just awesome. Oh god, I still can't. It, it makes me hurt thinking about it. Man. <laughs> I don't know how that kid made it through it, dude. I don't I, know how he's as old as he is now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got offspring. <clears throat> so we need to start getting some. I, I was I was telling Aaron today we need to, we need to start getting some bits. I guess as they used to say on the radio days, like somebody needs to grab like best Instagram post or best fail or something and somebody needs to grab the fucking I'm gonna say I'll, I'll give a sticker I, I, to whoever's listening reason, that can I find think the of, video that he saw of Penis Park and yeah, send me an email most ridiculous <laughs> news <laughs> most ridiculous <laughs> recent news I just can't help believe Mike 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 always finds that shit dude, like, yeah, oh, he, dude he digs deep. look at this shit and I'm like how the fuck did you find yeah. that <laughs> Mike, Mike digs deep yeah you know and with the COVID thing, there's ridiculous news everywhere. You know, I'm so I, I saw. I was so I was out at a national park or state park this weekend. The, the penis park? Uh, it wasn't the penis park. <laughs> and so there's like there was a trail. It was like two miles or whatever. So we walked it. No big deal. And like a guy and his kid are walking through the trails. Nobody around. Okay, they have their masks on. And he's like giving me the stink eye as we're walking by, and there was six or seven of us. We had kids and whatnot. We're walking around. Who the fuck cares? We're in, you know in the woods. Get over yourself. But like he gives me the stink eye as he goes by, and he's got his mask on, and I'm like, Do you know how fucking stupid you are for wearing your mask right now? Like why do you, why are you wearing that mask? You're wearing it because the TV told you to. Do you know why you're wearing that mask? It's so you don't spread COVID to other people. Now you are in the woods and you do not have COVID. <laughs> or and you are still it will not keep you from getting it. It is not it is not a fucking filter that is going to keep you from getting a virus. Right. It is only keeping your saliva and the shit that comes out of your mouth from spreading to everyone else. So you can give me the stink eye, but the eye I'm giving you is pity. <laughs> <laughs> Because seriously, here's your sign. Yeah, I mean, I, it drives you know people driving. I, I I can't tell you how many times I see people driving, driving down the masks, road, I know. like on. passenger and driver, like wearing masks, and I'm like, 
Unless it says Lyft or Uber on the car. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uber, I'll oh, get that. Yeah. I'll get that. You get a pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't, I won't, I won't bitch about it. But it's that. usually two people sitting in the front seat of a car. But even then, like, you either buy it or you don't. Yeah, like, well, you either buy that this shit's going down to the extent they say it is, or you don't. You have no, a better chance not. of touching each other at that point than you probably do of spreading so, so it. So Mike you know? was talking to me about the BBC was trying to do a study. And he's coming back, so he he might know a little bit more. But the BBC was trying to do a study, and so they're doing groups of 100, like, test groups, multiple groups of 100. And they're trying to basically infect everybody with COVID in, that, in those groups to then test, you know, antivirus or antibodies. And between the different groups, the variance of what? It was like 20 to 40 percent. 30 to 50 percent. 30 to 50 percent of the people in the groups were not actually getting the COVID they're being injected with. Because yeah. they already had the antibodies from a previous flu or cold from that year that was able to knock it out. Mm-hmm. So they never actually got the full virus. Mm-hmm. So they keep having to find new control yeah. groups to do. That's what the bottom line well. is. Everyone running around with the, the hand sanitizer and all this kind of stuff. You're, it's good. I don't know. No, hey, hey, no, no, no. In are the we, end, are we weakening, uh, weakening our immunity to the point where wrong. we can't fight shit off? Well, no, but there's nothing wrong with the world being conscious about how fucking sanitary they are. Okay? Or, or a little bit of grind. Okay, there is nothing wrong with the world. I don't see nothing wrong. But seriously, I mean, in the end, washing your hands, using hand sanitizer, that's a a good idea, you know. Um, If you're sick, yes, you should wear a mask. I I think that that should be... I think you should stay home. Well, yeah, if you have to go do something and you are sick... Because sometimes, you know, you're, you're sick, you have to go do shit. You should wear a mask. You know, these are things that should have been everyday life for us a long time ago. But shutting down the world for a, a, a disease that has affected less than 20% of the population. Yeah. And we're, killed we're, we're gonna get picked up by less Fox. than we're 1% of the population. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you're 20%? shitting, literally shitting on over 80% of the population. 98% Because of the there's population. a chance they might get sick. There's 8 billion people on Earth now, right? Yeah. I think so. And I think it just reached, what, 7 million? Which is less than 1% of yep. the total. What's the total COVID count worldwide? Oh, well, we could look that up pretty easily, huh? Yeah. I was just looking here to how uh, Bedford's so law applies cause, cause to COVID The only thing numbers. I don't want you to do is give oh, the fucking... That would be I don't want crazy. you to give the liberal idiots credit If it works 20%, or if it doesn't work. Because they'll fucking figure out how to turn that into a sound. Oh, line. yeah. Well, if it, if it was like so 20% it 18, dead... 18.6 million confirmed. It's a one. 11.2 million recovered. 11.2 is another one. And then 703,000 deaths is oh, what they're saying. That doesn't follow the curve. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're being, it's wrong. We're being Shanghai. 700,000, that's not Bedford's curve. That's a lie. <laughs> I, still, I still stand behind that we all had this shit before anybody knew what it was. Oh, back in January. And this shit has been being passed around for a while. Yeah, we all got and it. And there is there, everything we have done has been for near naught, you know. That it's going to spread. It's going to do its thing. Uh, even the books and everything they talk about that uh, predicted this say it goes away as fast as it pure political up. play, man. Yeah, you know how you know why it goes away as fast as it popped up. The election. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Well, I think the hype is going to go away. Well, people are going to get tired of the bullshit. I'm already there. You. You. Well, we think, were all there. You would think they would. It seems like they're like 
going. It, it, yeah. it depends the what area of the country in you're in and what kind of level of indoctrination I think so that you're subject was it to. Switzer, I actually was thought it about Switzerland? doing a little video, okay, just like a video of hey, me talking you, you, and saying, "Hey, if you have a brain and can actually see what's going on right now, go out and vote." I don't need to tell you who to vote for. Fix this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't have to be biased. If you understand what the fuck I'm trying to say, you understand what the fuck I'm trying to say. Yep. You know? You know what I think would be cool? If there was a way that I could opt out of, like, paying federal subsidies for other people and at the same time cut myself off from being able to receive said subsidies. Well, if there was can. a way that... Well, if there was just a way that I could say... I am going to disengage from the welfare program, so I'm not paying any money to people for welfare, and I also accept the consequence of never being able to receive there, there it. There is myself. a way to do that, and I forgot what it's called. Tax evasion. No, it's not, <laughs> no, it's called, yeah. no, not working, too. That, no, that works. no, no, yeah. no, because then there, you are welfare. There, There is a way to do that, but I think it, it requires you to like forego no your way. ability to vote and all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, There's, yeah. The, you, the only way you can not do that is to not pay taxes. No, there, there is a no, word you, for it. You can't and even draw I can't social remember security what it is exactly. So many years. You you well, can. Yeah, but as long as you're paying money into the federal government, it's going to go to welfare somehow. Right. No, but there is a way that you can opt out of all of that stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll forgo. Legally, my- you can do that. God damn it. My body. There's a name for it legally. I just can't remember what it is. My body's telling me yeah. So, I feel like we're wrapping up. <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> Wait for it. We're a little bumping grind. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta bring up some weird shit. It's gonna make it like that episode. John's like, is this, is this happening? Or, or the fuck been, is wrong with you? Like, so am, am, am I tripping right now? <laughs> so don't buy your own shit. <laughs> Trust, long, long story short, don't yeah. bring your own parts in here. Don't you know if you it can us to a point where we cannot stay on target whatsoever. So, so here's the deal. One, you get into a shop that's really busy. And you fuck up their schedule. Uh, That's the full one. one. (laughs) Um, You fuck up their schedule and you're costing a lot of people money. You know? That's Um, right. If you don't trust your shop to give you a deal and to order your parts properly and all of that, go to a different shop. Yeah. You know? If If you don't feel that the shop you're at deserves your money or, you know, you think you can get it better than them, then do it yourself. You know, uh, don't, don't, well, I can save 50 bucks here. Every time I see somebody try to save 50 bucks, spend 200, they spend 200 it happens every <laughs> yeah. time. Well, yeah, but I can get that from here for 50 bucks less. Okay. Well, they get it in. It's got a scratch on it. Two weeks later, they get the part back in. The bike's been sitting. They missed their ride. You know, so many times. Can we you see deliver it? Things. Yeah, for $75. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't want to buy the parts from me, and you didn't want to pay my labor rate. So, you know, you, you, you talked me down, and I gave you a really good deal, 
And now you want me to go even more above and beyond. Yeah. And the problem really lies in that we do it. Well, it's because As otherwise industry, they'll go, on, otherwise they'll yeah, go yeah. online and just rip us. Yeah, oh, they didn't exactly. want to deliver my bike. They don't and, sell yeah. all And so a guy comes in, he buys his own parts, he comes in, you have nothing but problems, and he blows you up on the internet talking about how you guys didn't know what you're doing. But it goes deeper than that. I mean, honestly, we, we want to do a good job. Yeah. I want my bikes to turn out badass. Yeah. I really do. And that's, that's part of the cost in buying the part is the support that you get along with purchasing that part. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. True. Well, and 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 you're you're feeding off of the experience of you know, the people in your shop. Like I said, if you don't trust the people in your shop, man, you are in the wrong shop. Especially if you work there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, you don't you don't walk into seeing how sausage is actually made or wherever it is you go buy your jeans and you're like, well, you know, I can get buttons from China for a lot less. Can we? Can we get some without buttons? If you're, if you're all, wearing you know. Abercrombie, you already have buttons from China. <laughs> Dude, funny story. It was uh, what was the other one? Maybe it was Abercrombie. Might have been Abercrombie. I had a buddy that wore like Abercrombie. So we're talking mid nineties. Okay. So he buys this never forget it. It was like a navy blue Abercrombie hat. I'm pretty sure it was Abercrombie. It was like a regular hat, like nice, dark, almost like a dark navy blue. And we had taken pictures. Well, it was probably ninety seven, ninety eight, because we had taken pictures for school. And then it was like a year or two later, and he, his picture in his school for, for college had him in this hat like brand new and he's still wearing this fucking hat and it's like wore out you know what i mean totally fucking wore out uh rips on the bill and like tore up and we were walking through the mall or wherever one day we went into abercrombie and the hats they were selling looked exactly like the hat that was on his head like two years old like all worn out and he's like when I when I bought mine, it looked new. You know, it was like, so wait, people are paying to have a two year old fucking hat. Well, just yeah. like they're paying to have jeans with little tears and rips and everything yeah. in them, and look like they're acid washed. And the weird ass videos that pop up on my feed, uh, I seen one the other day of a laser doing that to jeans, to like the rips and stuff, yeah. and they have like a whole system, and like a laser comes out and uh, that's the end of it. I think it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like the. It's a douche ticket. <laughs> ticket to doucheville. Thank ticket you, John. To doucheville. Yeah. Now the studs and the embroidery is where it starts to get Chinese. I have a shirt yeah. that uh, that says Von Douche on it. <laughs> I fought back. New guy. You, you wear it. New guy's like I do when I'm over. Oh grass. man, is that a thrashing pipe? I'm like, yeah, dude. Those thrashing AR pipes are pretty badass. You know, they they make some cool shit. He's like, I fucking love thrashing. I have like every one of their shirts, and I was like, I bet you do. <laughs> hey, he's new, man. Yeah, I know, I know. It, it, it's exciting it, when you're new. Yeah, it is. Oh he's, yeah, he's, he's so like, he's, he's so new. Shot. He took the maxi fuse out of the bike before it worked on. This today. is great. This is great. So, you know, new guy, fresh out of school. You know, first shop. He's in. He's he's excited. You know. Yeah. And he he asked me the other day. He's like, "How long you been doing this?" And I was like, "Oh, about ten years." And he's like, "You know, do do you still you still like it? You still you know you still having fun?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude. You know." It's it's a cool ass job. I'm like it's like any other job. 
you have good days and you have bad yep. days. Oh, yeah. and I'm like, there are days that I don't necessarily <laughs> love this job. You know, <laughs> George's over there like, yeah, that. you know, today um, Ricky Bobby had himself a bad day. Yeah, yeah. Some days are, are better than others, but generally, yes. Once I walk in the door, I get in the shop. I have a good time at work every day. You know, yep. um, yeah, I struggle with some stuff and shit happens, but when it's all said and done, if I overall look at it, I enjoy what I do. You know, I love, I love the bikes. I've been doing it long enough that I understand them and, and how most things work. So it makes my job a little more, you know, easier and a little more fun. Um, when I get into stuff that I don't know and I don't understand, I love those challenges, you know? So yeah, every day, you know, we, we always find new stuff and, um, yeah, the new guy, he's all ready to go and I'll do whatever, you know, Mike asked him to do something today and he's like, yeah, man, I'm down to do whatever. Mike's like, I, I know you're down to do whatever, man. I, that's not what I'm worried about. <laughs> Yeah, I just need to know that you're going to take your time and do this right, and you know. Well, no, he, I, I said, okay, we're get, you're going to take the rocker boxes off. Now, what I want you to do is take the tank off, and then come and then wait, and come get me. Yeah. He, and he takes the tank off, starts taking the motor mount off, fucks the frame up. I'm <sighs> like, you just cost us like two thousand dollars, man, and it took you like five <laughs> minutes to do it. Yeah. I said I asked you to take the tank off and wait for me. Well. I, but I had the manual, and the manual didn't say anything about this. Wow. <laughs> right. I know you're enthusiastic. I, and I, I told him, I said, hey, man, we don't need you to impress us with your knowledge because you have none. Yeah. We need you to impress you, us with your listening skills and your question ability like, yeah. help me. Yeah. What, did, what did he do? He did something the other day. That's what you need to impress us with. He's you're, brute you're, force. He, he's that guy that, that brute forces stuff. And he did something the other day. When you say when you say that, there was I'm trying to think of what it was. He did something the other day. That'll be yesterday because it was first day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what it was. He did something, and afterwards, wow. I was like, okay, he's brute force. You can tell right off the bat. You know, he's that guy that's gonna and just wrench it in. You know, uh, I I foresee some. No, I don't. I don't think he's. I think day number two. I think he's went. Okay, hold on a second. Oh, he's sore today. He told me. He was like, yeah, I haven't worked in a while. He's like, because <laughs> yeah, like, we come in this morning, and he's like, I'm going to lift this lift up. He's like, because I'm a little sore from yesterday. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, we don't have air. And I was like, till the air compressor comes on, we're working on the ground. <laughs> so I got down there with him. I was doing some stuff, and I was like, yeah, dude. Believe it or not, just a couple months ago, I kind of came from the front, you know, back to the back, and. Uh, I said one of my first days, the compressor was out all day. And I said, I just went at it, working on the ground, didn't think much about it. And I said, I could barely walk the next day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I ain't going to lie, dude. I came into work the next day like, oh, fuck, he's I like, can't he's walk. He's like, I dude. did 100 more squats yesterday than I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time, you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, when the bike's on the ground, you, you're up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And, and I just didn't realize that day I was like, well, fuck, I can do this. I don't, you know, no big deal. I forget I'm, you know, 40-plus years old now. I can't do what I me this weekend, dude. dude. I'm sawing wood trying to put planking up on my walls. He's the same thing. wood. <laughs> He's Saw on the ground on the porch. <laughs> my legs were sore on Tuesday. I was hurting. You're catching. You want a barn cow? <laughs> do you have a dock? Yeah. I have a. How big is the river there by you? Uh man, it's probably about <clears throat> forty five, fifty feet big. wide. It's a river. It's a river. Do you have a dock? Not yet. Not that won't get washed away. Do you want a barn cat? Sure. Damn. <laughs> My I, wife has I, to get I had a line cats. on a pontoon boat. 
You need to come out and fish. That needs some work, <laughs> but like floats. And, it, and, it and I was like, dock. ooh, I wonder if fucking Aaron's got a dock. I was like, I see fucking park that shit on his dock, make his dock bigger, and I'll rebuild the fucking, <laughs> you know, rebuild the fucking pontoon boat out there. I want a pontoon boat. Yeah. And that's what I said. I was like, dude, I'll get a motor and shit. I was like, I'll give the keys to Aaron. He won't mind if he can use it. He won't give a fuck. Yeah. I have a hard enough time getting a kayak down there right now. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It gets overgrown quickly. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I lived on a lake. I was lucky enough the lake I lived on was pretty sandy uh, down by the water, so we didn't have to fight that too much. But <laughs> but yeah. Shane? Shane's out. Shane's out. Yeah. Well, this this might be one of our shorter episodes when it's all said and done. We should t- we should tie it into another episode. I still like yeah. the 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 don't be a don't be that guy. We should series. do part one and part two and tie this into another part and just weave it together. Well, you know, there's the other like, part there's of like that twenty five minutes of, of context, so it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Don't be that guy with three with a, with his truck so and tools. So the only on the reason, let's talk okay. about the wheel. Let's talk about so the wheel. That got off Oh, Jordan's did, off mic, and he said, "What about that guy working on his bike out front or in the service drive?" That was another great one. So the only reason I will not bitch about that, and Rody has experienced it, is if I'm out riding somewhere and my bike breaks down, I'm gonna have a really hard time letting somebody else work on it. You know, myself. But then you're that guy. But and, and, and yeah, and Rody did it. He went to another dealership, like borrowed a guy's tools, did it in the parking lot. You know, he's like, "Hey, I'm a tech in another dealership." But that guy is not, not a tech in another dealership. I know. I know. <laughs> no, no, that dude is a tweaker. And, and he and we gave a countdown, and then I was like, "That's it. I'm putting it on a lift and charging you." And he was like, "Oh," and I said, "We're done. We're done. This guy's doing this for free. You're in the middle of the fucking floor." Once he was on the lift, what ten minutes? Yeah, 10 minutes yeah. We're put. We're we're opening up a work order, and so and he was still working on it. Yeah, yeah, because because the 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 harness that sticks to the fender was hanging out the side. Oh, and we told, and it was I don't all, give a shit what you do on the parking lot. And it was line. all shredded. And he's like, "Well, yeah, but the wires that are I've seen it. The wires that are shredded just work my turn signals." And I was like, "Well, your brake light's stuck on." He goes, "It's okay. I got three. Or he goes, "I got some double sided tape in my toolbox. I'll just stick it back up." I'm like, "Cool, get it out of here." Yeah, and and, but we, and now we're gonna touch on something here because. This is where I started to get irritated because these are the same guys that'll go online and be like, oh, my fucking bike always leaks oil and I have nothing but problems with it and it's blah, blah, blah. And then they end up buying something, you know. And in the end, it's because they are not maintaining their bikes properly. So in the end, it didn't even matter. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. But seriously, you know, that's what irritates me the most, the whole uh, Harley's leak oil thing. I put my trust yeah, in Yeah, that you. shit came from 20, 30 years ago. You know, 30 years ago, really, at this point. And now the Harleys that leak oil are guys that are not maintaining their bikes properly. Yeah. You know? It, oh, does your... I still... And no matter what, I'll you'll still hear it. I know all of you guys do. Sooner or later, you will talk to somebody. Oh, does your Harley leak oil? And I'm like, no. Nope. And they kind of look at you, and I'm like, you know... Harleys don't fucking leak oil anymore. They were designed to leak oil at one time on the fucking chain. Yep. And people gave them a bad rap for it because they did not understand why it leaked oil. It was designed that way. Um, you know, it that stigma of the old people, I think, is what's 
part of what hurt us for a little while. And at some point, we break out of that. So something to talk about. The Harley overseas, and I know you guys might have read a little bit about it. Uh, they they ventured in with like a Chinese company doing, I don't know if it's Chinese or Japanese or what, but I think it's, I don't think it's Japanese, doing a 350. It's a 350cc bike, and like the company that makes them that kind of released something and it looks actually really fucking cool like i would fucking ride the shit out of one who's venturing with them uh i think it's a chinese company let's see uh i'll google it here with who? but that with, and i don't know if you know this well, are we still doing that or did harley they? has <laughs> abandoned HD Connect. as of recently yeah harley we, has completely abandoned yeah, hd we connect that. as of like a, a month or two from now it'll be done and yeah we Nothing hooked yeah, up not anymore. On the, not, yeah. on, not on the. Yeah, we we've known that they, they stopped coming with them, but they've like officially said fuck it. Uh, well, that's because joking Zeitz is like, what the fuck are we spending all this money for? Yeah, no, it's stupid. Tracking people, who the it, fuck? It, it's a motorcycle. It, yeah, it was it was fucking millions of dollars of R and D, and it was so. It not only was it dumb and nobody wanted it, but it was super complicated. Okay, so I'm gonna show this guys to you. How fucking cool was that? Now here's this, but is this that is actually a, still happening? Looks like a live I don't wire. know. That's what I wanted to talk about. So that you know, they've been talking about this. This is June 23rd. This is a little while back. Um, but this is Kwayan Zhang. <laughs> how, how do you say that, Kwayan Zhang? You know what I see? And a grip of those on a dirt track somewhere, dude, tearing it up. Th- this thing looks like fucking fun. So, you know, if if you're listening and you want to go on, uh, search the Harley 350cc, and you'll get uh, Cycle World has an article about this thing. And my question is, are we still going to see this stuff? This is a T-Man 130. Please blow up. Look at the grass. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> yeah, <it's not> <laughs> <laughs> Man, nothing fucking holds. Oh, yeah. We all looked at it like it was like a, Nobody a produces got dropped on the floor. My question is awesome when I'm full throttle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Stuber's buddy. Oh, yeah. At 4,500, that thing comes alive. 160 horsepower. <laughs> 4,500. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> It's supposed to be 160 horsepower, 130 foot pounds of torque on a on a 120 all, all R with 15 seconds heads. of every well, ride. You, you is know awesome. there are there are guys though. <laughs> all three and a half seconds of each gear. Yeah. They, <laughs> there are guys that like that setup because they do freeway ra- racing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they're 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 doing rolling starts at 70 miles an hour and then yeah. You know, going going three four miles down the road. So they're saying this is 151 151. Hey, uh, describe the customer's name. Will be left nameless, but describe the the kind of look on his face on the test ride that we saw today. <laughs> you mean the one that pulled out of the the drive and wasn't wasn't straight and whacked it, and then got sideways, <laughs> went through the stop sign. And by the time we got to your desk, was already coming back and rolled it right into his trailer. <laughs> his eyes looked. Took the helmet, he took the helmet off. His eyes looked like watermelon. Oh yeah, he was like, "Holy <laughs> fuck! Like, I don't know what I just did." He was like, yeah. a, he's like the throttle response on this thing's amazing." Because I was like, "How did it feel after you got rid of the, your your FP3 and your wide bands?" And he's like. Oh, it's all response is amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's letting you have 130 foot pounds as soon as you let go. And you have 150 foot pounds top and 100, <laughs> 140 horsepower. And he's like, yeah, it's good. I'm like, he's all, that'll do. And he's like trying to play it off. But like, he didn't even make it a quarter of a mile. We're going to do an ride. episode on 
diner tuning and what it is and, and what it really means and um you know uh difference in, in in you know different places we were talking about something today somebody took you know their bike to somewhere else and had to retune him like i got two horsepower and it was like well you might have lost four horsepower you really don't know because you went to a different fucking machine. You yep. know, it could have been hotter, it could have been colder. Yep. There's so many variables for a run like that. Two horsepower, you could do that on the same bike in two different days. We'll do know, the same without day, question. Into the same day, just yeah. add, add forty degrees of the room. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, difference in a, a humid day and a dry day, or a hot day and a cold day, um, can be can be huge in those numbers, especially when you're getting in the one. 40 50 range you know a couple of horsepower is less at that point you know it's it's less of a percentage you know it's less of a, a portion of it but you know that, that that's another one i would like to do because i know uh, at least the three of us do understand a little well, bit hey, about that it. can easily be don't be that guy for two actually yeah. yeah because i fucking can't think the guy that today like i've been talking to him for three months and he just kept trying to get out of it get down of it. i'm like well you do whatever you want man it's your fucking motorcycle what, not dialing anything up? Well, yeah, this guy, you can do anything you want to your yeah. motorcycle, but I'm telling you right now. You Did know, you we, hear we, have, me? we have the other guy from New York that, well, but I got a, I have a, a Bassani two into one short yep. side dump pipe. <clears throat> I'm not fucking tuning it then. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I want the, I want to keep the pipe. Look, you're complaining to me. That it doesn't run right. Yeah, you described yes. a problem. I've given you a fix, and you're I'm not listening. I'm telling you that you need to change your pipe, and then we'll dyno tune it. And you don't want to change the point, the pipe. Well, I'm not going to take your money then, because I'm yeah. not going to have you drive all the way from New York to Tennessee. Well, did you hear me talking to the guy with the 117? So I, I, I walked up front today. Customers kind of talking. I, I just can't. I can't help but get involved. And he's like, yeah, it's really noisy, and I was oh, hurt. Oh, uh, I heard Feather, the woods. Mark Featherstone. Yeah, he said, I really heard uh, woods lifters are really noisy, and I was like, well, yeah, that, that, that's somewhat normal. It's not normal. the lifters. It's a 650 lift cam with well, that, rockers. <laughs> that's what I told him, and I said, well, you wow. know, as, as I've known it, woods is pretty aggressive with their ramps, mm-hmm. you know, on and off of, 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 I mean, the, of the older of the cams. Lobes. They t- it was twin cam. It was yeah. a twin cam bike. So I said, you know, uh, yeah, you know, woods lifters and woods cams, it's going to be a little noisier than a lot of other cams, you know, just starting out there. And he's like, well, I adjusted them and they just sound really good. And, and he's talking, you know, I did a 117 and blah, blah, blah. I even did the roller rockers. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, 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 wait. You he did got, roller rockers too? He, and he's he like, got, yeah. And I was like, man, I haven't even heard your motor. And if you're telling me you did a 117 with woods cams, night prowlers, and roller rockers, I'm going to tell you that's a noisy motor. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like straight up. That is a this noisy motor. This is the same guy that dude. used us up at dinner like two or three times. He out got of all drinks, mad at right? me because he was like, I, everything is installed to just as spot on. I said, well, if that was true, it wouldn't be noisy. <laughs> <laughs> See, with twin cam, though, when you got into that 117 to build yeah. to build a nasty he got, 117, he got it's going to be fucking he just, noisy. He just stared at me. There's, he was just looking at me, and I was like... Yeah, there's no way to build a nasty <laughs> twin cam and get 120, 130 horse without it being fucking noisy. Yes, there is. <laughs> Not using woods and <laughs> roller rockers. <laughs> yeah, not using, not using <laughs> woods camps and roller rockers. <laughs> yes, there yeah. is. You, it can be done. It's been done. I've seen it. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> but as a, as a rule, though, they're pretty noisy motors. I heard. 
And I told him, Especially I said, man, I can't tell when you. When they're built in your garage. And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, would well, you think a set of lifters guy. would do anything? And I said, here's my problem. Yeah, run solids. I'm not going to tell you. I said, I'm not going to tell you that lifters is going to solve your issue because I don't want to put them in for you and have you not be happy when it's done. Yeah. I said, you know, it could, but I don't know. I can't hey, hear it. He said, well, I talked to him and he was like, well, do you think it's all right? And I said, well, hey. We'll put on the dyno and fuck around and find out. Yeah. Well, he asked me. He says, "Well, if I <laughs> bring it in here, and find out." And he, he's like, <laughs> he's, he's like looking at me, and I was like, "It's either gonna go hey. or it's gonna blow." And I said, yeah. "You said that everything is put on and adjusted spot on, so fuck it, let's go." Yeah. So run that thing bitch. On the dyno well, he asked me. He's like, "Well, if I bring <laughs> it in trust me and run it on the dyno, do you <laughs> think y'all would know?" And I said, "Well, look, I'll tell you right well, now. Yeah, well, no. The guys <laughs> that that put these on the dyno, I said, the guys that run the dyno, because I don't." Um, no better than I do. You're talking about I big said, guy so, overalls? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I said, look, man, if, if you bring it in and they fire it up cool and they shit. think something's wrong, he's they're so not going to put yeah. it on the dining room. He's happened. a train. Yeah. He's We've a train a couple conductor. Of yeah. mm, get this like thing out of here. I said, but if they fire it up and are there <laughs> like, eh, it's a noisy tween cam, they That's might true. put it on the dining room. Protecting the names of the innocent. Another home build that we had rolled in the door with all sorts of stuff wrong. I think that thing occupied what four or five six days on your oh, lift yeah. oh <laughs> that was a great one. Oh, i know which one i don't remember that the was, name but i know what you're hey, talking hey, about. hey i want to be careful we yeah. might have a yeah. listener yeah but so the guy built guy, it himself that off of guy. a bunch he was not mechanic by he did trade. it he did it tim can set up he was an office, office, he helped office with my dad's person. heart surgery yeah, he though. was an <laughs> office person by trade <laughs> we'll say office person that's fucked up and he too soon. <laughs> I think some of his friends were fucking with him, or something, because some of the some of the information and the recommendations he got to build that thing. There was so much Loctite going on. Oh yeah, he like dipped the bolts of oil. Oh yeah, the bolts and the Loctite. No, he dipped the bolts on oil. The head bolts in oil. Yeah. So he hydro locked them, trying to trying to torque them down. And then what happened? Uh, base gasket leak. Head gasket <laughs> leak. Uh, yeah. The thing was Petroleum like a sieve with Kentucky Fried Chicken in it to hold rubber gaskets oh, in. Jesus, yeah, because there that was everywhere. As soon as it gets hey. hot, it's gonna start leaking. Google said it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I saw three YouTube videos and was on four. And let me just say, V Twin forums, and they all said that's what they do. I know you used to own metric bikes and you used RTV on everything, but RTV does not has a pl have a place on a Harley Davidson. No. <laughs> Yeah, it does if your derby cover leaks. Yeah. <laughs> if you have an old Evo and a warped derby cover, maybe. But even then, the black hey, gaskets usually take care of Did I, did I ever tell you about Skeeter, the guy that I worked with in... I'm in, out, guys. I in, in a, have fun. So I Later, used to work Shane. with a guy that had a holster for his RTV. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> RTV Dude, I'm not even making that shit up. He used so much black RTV, he had a little like a drill holster that he kept it in. Oh, God. You know, we always use those high speed ones that had the little, you know, push it. And oh, yeah. I was surprised he didn't have like a little flip thing so he could flip it <laughs> so, around like a so six. One of the guys <laughs> I ride with, I'm not going to blow him up, but he did a story on his Instagram. He did a, a oil pump mod um, for his Dyna. So he he extended the, the oil pump down. So when he was up at 12 o'clock, it was picking up from the bottom of the pan. Okay. And he's like, yeah, well. My local dealer didn't have a gasket, so I'm just going to put it back together with RTV. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, dude, it doesn't really work. And I, I, they always leak. 
I don't know what it is. Like metric bikes, man, you put RTV on everything and they fucking seal. They so there you go. Shit. Does your Harley leak? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Does it? What are did you, you do? using RTV? <laughs> yeah, what the, did what you did buy you new do? gaskets? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, it's so weird because people from the metric world RTV the fuck out of everything. And, I and never RTV'd anything on metric bikes when I worked on them. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of stuff that they actually feel like from like Honda and Kawasaki was like RTV this shit. They tell you to only do only shit that takes case sealant. That's not RTV though. Uh. The shit I had, and well, no, it was a climbers. I mean, I mean I've rebuilt. I think like, my climber told me to do it. I've rebuilt like a lot of metric bikes. They're, I mean, they they do they'll they will ask you to use like Yamalube, which is case sealant. Yeah. Uh, Yamabon. Yamabon. Yeah, Yamabon. That shit's the, that shit's good case sealant. Well, yeah, that's, that's case sealant. Really good. So they they yeah. will call for that shit. <laughs> yeah. But I've never I've never seen him say RTV these. Covers I, on I guess maybe maybe it wasn't didn't come from a manual, but in the metric world, RTV is like might, it might have come from you forum you, world. Yeah, forum world. Been, there we go. Forum, forum world. Might have been yeah, a forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a well, common practice in some circles. Oh, well, you should put some RTV on there. And it'll seal real. Good. I like use the orange because then it's good for water sensors. <laughs> water sensors. Yeah, orange is uh, orange doesn't. Leak into the oil and fuck your sensors up for hmm. water pumps and shit. That's why they use orange in cars, right? Sure. I thought it was O2 or, sensors. Orange, orange, or is it orange? Yeah, it's orange RTV that they use in cars, like on, on intake manifolds and yeah. stuff. Because it doesn't get in the in the antifreeze and fuck your hmm. thermostats and shit up. Whatever it is, I don't know. But orange is okay for sensors. Not that it matters because I don't use it on cars either. And I have a 1975 <laughs> Ford. And there's very little RTV on that Ford. You know, I had a Kawasaki and I used RTV on stuff on it. Even though I would put gaskets on it, I put RTV on the gaskets. Because that's what I was told to do was before I went to school and stuff. Well, with paper gaskets, it's a good idea. Because with paper but, gaskets, yeah, like the old James gaskets and stuff, you put just a little tiny film around. You don't like, so it's gushing yeah. out the sides. But... But yeah, I mean, it, it. After like doing so much on a Harley and like cleaning surfaces and putting new gaskets and things like that, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't use RTV anymore. Like I, you know, well, unless we, it's somewhere so where I need. We to. we also it's also the climate has changed quite a bit. Manufacturing is way better. The metal's way less porous. Yeah. You know, it's like back in in the old days. You know, gasket cinch and shit like that. You used yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, where we're getting you know primary covers probably that are flat down to ten thousandths of an inch. They were probably a thousandths of an inch, maybe you know, twenty twenty five years ago. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean? in the eighties, which dude, seemed like a lot then, but it, then it warps and in you're the seventies like, and eighties and nineties. Man, I mean, primary gaskets leaking was just kind of like, yep, yeah. You gonna fix it? Not yet. It's not bad enough. I got another pair of jeans. Who gives a fuck? I love giving people that talk. It's like, well, it looks like it's starting to leak. It's like, yeah, let it go. Let it go a little bit more. I'll be able to warranty more. <laughs> if I take it apart now, there's nothing wrong about measuring it. So let it go. Noises yeah. and twin cams. Used to do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds a little noisy. Keep riding it. Like, what do you mean? Man, I tell you, I, the best I can explain this to you is if I take that motor apart right now, everything's going to measure and spec. But you ride it another five or ten thousand miles, and it gets noisier. And I take it apart; it's not going to measure and spec. And then I'll be able to warranty something. <laughs> but right now, eh, keep riding it. Ride It'll be it. good. I 
Oh, that, that and like I I know there's a noise. Is it constant? Yeah. yeah. Oh, if it changes, call me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> so that that to me, and you guys might be able to test Jordan's on uh, that. I learned the hard way. I took apart way too many motors, twin cams, especially chasing motor noises. That I, that especially you could, like you like, could measure everything in that fucking motor, mm-hmm. and it would measure to spec engine harmonics. That, yeah, everything you put it back together still make a fucking noise. Windshields, man. The engine harmonics, you know, the windshield. Yeah, road gigs. It bounces right back 20, at you, man. Take a windshield RPM. off, boom, noise goes away on the test ride. Yep. I learned that from old timer. You know, when yeah. I was young, young tech, and uh, that yeah. was crazy. It kind of blew my mind at the time. You know. Yeah. And now I try to explain to people why I don't want to tear their motor apart. You know, it's like, look, man, this is a twin cam. They make noise. Well, we had one the other day. I had, I worked on one. It was like the guy ESP was about to run out. He had a screaming Eagle 110 and it made valve train noise. Yeah, it's a 110. (laughs) And I'm like, and I went out and rode it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of noise there, but uh, it seems normal to me. And I wrote it in. I'm listening to it. Mike walks up and he's like, Sounds like a 110. I'm like, <laughs> pretty much. That's what. I, that's where I'm at. I don't think I need to tear into this because probably like me, I've torn into those motors. I've torn into, the, especially the Screaming Eagle 110s. Can't yeah. tell you how many of those. Fuck, how, do, how do you think in. I figured out the side clearance on lifters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you're like, fuck. Yeah, you go in and there's nothing you can fucking find on paper that's bad. But then they but outlawed makes frosting. Noise. Yeah, frosting, the frosting. I remember frosting that one was came, the way yeah. out, and then they figured it out, and they're like, "No, no frosting, frosting is fine." Is like, bad. Yeah. Son of a bitch! Yeah. And you can only warrant two warranty two lifters at a time. No more warranting four. Which doesn't make sense to me because they're so close together. Ultimately, you should replace them all. But whatever. yeah, but they're all out of spec on the side clearance of the rollers. Every fucking one. Little note, yeah. <laughs> Little note for the guys. There is a side. Clearance. I mean, I mean, cut that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll lose our warranty. Yeah, right? what yeah. Jason might be listening. <laughs> he probably is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they, there's always a way around it. But in the end, they should leave us that way around it. Because well, they probably do. Because how many people really look? Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah, know, yeah, you know, yeah. Here's the best yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Out, out of like, you take like ten thousand people. How many of them are going to go and look at the? at the wear limits in the service manual and go, well, wait a minute. There's an end clearance on the rollers on lifters. Yep. Dude, we used to, we used to check them on the flywheels and shit. Like, dude, do we, and then they took it out. Yeah. So yeah, 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 well, yeah. Once enough people get, get on there. Like, like I, I'm, I'm curious to see in 21, if we're going to have a cylinder spec <laughs> or, or, uh, because clamps, because you know what they them? say? Like, when when the cylinders are warped and out of spec, yeah, they're like, yeah. well, you know, no torque plates. I'm like, well, you put it in the service manual. Yeah, torque plates. So that's what I was looking for. If yeah. it's in the service manual and you don't make torque plates, that's not my fucking problem. Used, that's your problem. So you said that to me one time when I first got here, and you're like, fuck them. They didn't. They they gave us the spec. We don't have a other any other way to measure them. And I've multiple times yep. been on the phone with tech services, and they're like, well, we don't really have torque plates. And I'm like, I don't have torque plates, but I have specs. So right. you know, I, yep. got, I have to Don't go off thing, of that. Man. And usually it's like, they go, oh, God, what's the guy's name? Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and they're like, mm, okay, yeah, you kind of got us there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you can't say much. Um, in the end, we don't tear apart good motors that are running fine to just try to warranty shit. There's always something wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's a noise or something we're chasing. And, um, you know the 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 warranty department has to kind of rely on us a lot for that, 
and I think they've gotten away from the trust there. You know, uh, we've yeah, seen a lot of that. But how much of that has been because of us? True. Well, because how how many how much of that has been because there's fucking guys out there that don't know what they're talking about. They call tech services and go, "Man, when I turn the ignition, nothing happens." They just want to replace the part. Well, if you check the main fuse, uh, what do you mean? Oh yeah. Oh, and that's what that's what kills me. You know, we talked about Jason with that when he was on. Um, is those dumbass questions from the guys that take services? Right. And you're like, and, and I, I'll literally every time I talk to him, look, man. I've been doing this about 10 years. I'm not a fucking idiot. I've checked all the dumb stuff. I am calling you because the manual and the other stuff is not leading me where I want to be. You know, I am looking for more. Um, but then not, they not go to knock those guys. I've but never seen that before. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you call in for parts fitment and things like that. All those fucking guys do is pick up the parts book. Yeah. And look in HDNet. They use the same shit that we have access to here. Just a different for the most part, unless you catch the riches or the Jasons or the guys, the guys have been doing it for years, and they're like, "Oh, I Steve. remember, I've been through this." I like you Steve. Know, Steve, yes, yeah, he a good one. Not this right. is Steve. Oh yeah, we yeah, talked he about is him. Cool. Yeah. yeah, he is cool. Most yeah. of the guys have been pretty good recently. Uh, they they had through the years they've had some off ones, but just like that wheel I had earlier, that part fitment. You know, I grabbed the twenty. I I didn't have a twenty twenty P and A catalog. I had uh, Ariel go up, get me a new catalog, and I looked in there and said for that breakout or whatever, it was up to 17, then it cut it off. I'm like, man, it's fucking weird, you know? Yeah. And John Paul or whatever called, and there was a reason they took it out. It's because they're having issues with that wheel on the, a breakout. That's yeah. why. Right. Well, yeah, but but I'm pretty sure the reason is because it's a hack they just, fit. You know, you have, so the funny thing is with P&A wheels and Harleys, you have that flow chart. Right. You have right. the flow chart yep. for the spacers and the wheel bearings. If you go down, you're and like, that's why I asked you. Okay, if you're running on. this one, then it's this size, and you go to this this yep. chart, spacer this chart, bearing, and, and the spacer listed for that wheel is not on the kit that they have listed mm. in in P and A. So I bought another dealership had the the install kit that has that spacer right. in it. So I ordered that from another one, and, and we talked to the customer, and he was like. Well, people are putting these wheels on these. I mean, they're all yeah. on the internet, and I'm like, yeah, I know. It's just the spacer that's the issue. Yeah, it's not the wheel. It's a quarter inch spacer on the outside, or, so, or eighth inch, or something like that. Well, it sticks out an eighth of an inch. Yeah, but you know, none of that really matters because you can space the wheel correctly. But it, it's like, right? There's not the the thing. The another well, thing that sucks is is they can't. They don't R and D every part for every model. Exactly. So. Right. So if they haven't tried it, then hey, some of it. So so then you get you know like these yep. guys that don't know how that fucking flow chart works, which I mean, really, there's not all there's. There's only so many eighteen by eights. What confused me about that flow chart was in the different eighteen by eights, it called for different spacers, which didn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Because you would think that bearing an eighteen by eight with bearings, no matter what you would think that spacing would be the same. And then the spacers for the axle or whatever would be different. But like the V-Rod 18 by 8 had a different spacer it's different. than the we, soft tail. We fucking stuffed the tape measure eight. through it today and yeah. we were like, uh-oh. And, and, and we were going through He pulled to me and I was like, man, I don't know. And, and no, that doesn't look right. Yeah. But that's the thing. Right. So, well, but those, are, but those are like with and without ABS. We talk, yeah. we right. talk about buying parts on your own. 
There's also the aftermarket as to Harley argument there in that if Harley says this is going to fit, I can guarantee you it's going to fit. <clears throat> yeah. If yeah. Thrashen says this is going to fit, it's probably going to fit. Well, it will fit. You may have if you to can do make it modify. Exactly. <laughs> you may have to modify something. Yeah. And, and I only use thrashing because that's such a, a popular brand, and I'm not knocking on them. If you got a carbide bit, man, it's going down. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> thrashing makes down. good stuff, and and like the exhaust I put on today, no problems, you know, no issues. But at, like I said, I use them because a lot of people bring in thrashing parts. When you buy these cheaper parts that cost fifty or seventy five dollars less, there's a reason. Yeah, and. Most of the time, what I truly believe those parts are is Harley Davidson or Thrashin or one of these SNS or one of these bigger companies goes to this factory and says, hey, make this for me. And they run a thousand of them off and they're a sixteenth of an inch off. And SNS says, nope. You know what I mean? Or Thrashin or whatever says, nope. So what do they do? They sell them. What the fuck else are you going to do with them? So they create, and you'll see this. All oh, I, I, I search so many things on motorcycles, so especially cast, if you go on Amazon. Parts. You will see companies pop up with these really cool parts. Three months from now, if you search for that company and those parts are gone. Right. And what I truly believe is going on is these, you know, not even China, Taiwan, wherever they're going with this shit. They're, they're doing runs of products. And they're just, uh, you know, either the finished quality is not good enough for what, you know, who's who's getting it. They powder coated it and the powder coat's too wrinkly. And they're like, fuck you. And they have 10,000 of these things. And they're like, well, fuck it. They're selling them for 100 bucks a piece. We'll sell them for 40. But they're because not we made as them. good. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. made them. We have them. And that's what I truly believe a lot of these cheap, you'll see highway pegs and forward controls and saddlebag well, kits uh, and all these things on Amazon that look just like the Harley parts. Dude. But that you get them and you try to put them motherfuckers on and they never fit. I was, I was buying fit. some parts for my AR the other night and Magpul is a big you know brand. And all the comments for this one, it was a Picatinny rail three inch that I wanted or whatever for M lock system. And it was all bad comments saying, oh, dude, it's all off. And you get it. It doesn't have the the Magpul stamp on it, yeah. you know, and it looked that you were advertising it, whatever for that. But yeah. it wasn't, you know, so it was probably it like was I'm way saying, cheaper. I'm like, hell was, yeah, I'm yeah. on that. Pro yeah. Probably the Prime? company hell that yeah. makes them for Magpul. Right. Is selling them like, oh, yeah, these are Magpul. Oh, yeah. And they're they, not. Didn't, they didn't have the official yeah. stamp on, the, not, yeah, on exactly. the rail. Exactly. So I think this is where we get a lot of our, you know, cheaper parts. So when, as a customer, you go through and you buy these things, mm -hmm. what you don't realize is that, yeah, this should bolt right up, but now you've given it to somebody and they have to modify it. But here, and there's you a, don't want to pay simple more. There's expl you know? explanation for that. Yeah. The, these motorcycles, like take, take Harleys, ARs, American-made ARs, they're built in inch measurements. Yeah. There's 25.4 millimeters in an inch. Yeah. That 0.4 fucks with the Asians. Yeah. Because so when 
when we give them specifications, we give it to them in inches, and they're trying to convert inches to millimeters. Mm-hmm. And sometimes and, it's not an exact. And, and when yeah. they're off by just a little bit, That's because point. when they're off by they're just compounded. a little bit, it's that point yeah. four yep. millimeter. Point. Yeah, you're that, talking ten thousandths of an inch yeah. to make fractions work right. Yeah. So, so then they give they they make their first run. They give it back to the American engineers that oversee it all. They go, nope, it's off because they're remeasuring it in inches again. Good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the, the Chinese aren't buying American machines because they're expensive. Right. You know what I mean? So they're buying Chinese machines. Obviously, they're fucking cheap. Otherwise, Harbor Freight wouldn't exist. Yeah. So when they do the conversions back and forth, and there's a motorcycle company that makes fucking shitty American motorcycle parts called Ultima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. And it's all, and it's all fucking Taiwan, yeah. and it's all reverse engineered in millimeters and it's it isn't that bad as long as you use all Ultima because they're using the same measurements and, and machines to make the frames and the engines and yeah. but when you start trying to use like ride right wheels with Ultima frames and you start using American and and you you know you try to put an SNS engine in an Ultima frame, this shit doesn't work. Yeah. It stops lighting sure. up. Hmm. And then you you run into nothing but problems and people don't understand that. So you know, on our topic for today, when you when they buy shit off the internet, they don't understand that there's a 0.4 millimeter difference between Chinese and American-made products. Well, yeah, and, and it brings time. up a really good point in that, you know, uh, well, I can get these bars here cheaper, and I can get these risers here cheaper, and I can get these pegs here cheaper, and yep. I can get this here cheaper. And you can put and them when on. You try cheaper. to put, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's what we deal with, and that's Hell what yeah. we deal with. You know, we try to work sir. with those guys because we want the work, and we want them, you know, as customers, we try to work with those guys. What they don't realize is none of those things are meant to work together. You know, when Harley puts something out, they make sure it works where they say it's going to work. And most of know? the American. Yeah, aftermarket like, companies. You buy something from, yeah. generally speaking, like Krause, S and S, yeah, S and S, Krause. Yeah, those guys are really good. Well, yeah, yeah no, but like you're not buying SNS and Krause to save money. No, you know what I mean. In the end, you know you're that's you're spending good those money on guys the that that want Kraus and want SNS. Now that guy did bring in his own bars and stuff for Kraus, but most of those guys are willing to pay that money in you know the dealership because to be honest with you, you would think if you had that money. You would be, I don't want to say this like this, it sounds like a dick, but you would think you'd be smart enough to know the implications of buying the parts yourself. Well, some of that, some of that though. As opposed to ordering them through where you're Some of it is pure ignorance. Like some of it is, you know, especially in in our unique situation where we'll put stuff out on videos and say, you know, we're installing these Krauss bars and blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Then they'll they'll look up Krauss on the internet because they're watching our video. They're like, dude, I really like these guys. And then they're like. They get in the fervor and they call Kraus and they order the stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't realize that when John Johnson buys parts from Kraus, yeah. it's not the same as when Moonshine, who is a Kraus partner, buys parts from Kraus. Because when they make the mistakes and they we're putting them in, fortunately for them, we probably have that shit already here somewhere <laughs> yeah. because we do so much of it and we have such high volume that a lot of them, they, they don't even know, like in the yeah. case of Previt. We got the riser issue and we just going. went over and we were like, hey, yep. I need this other riser. Let's just swap these out. Bam, bam, yeah. bam. Then we talked to Sasha and we had that stuff taken care of on the end. 
customer never even knew there was an issue with the stuff. All he did was pick up on time, rode his bike happy. So I get the thought process maybe behind, like like I said, the guy that came in the other day with his own bars, which is I'll order all my own parts. I'll bring them in with me. I won't have to wait for anything. And In that instance, you're better off saying, hey, I want all this stuff. Order it for me. Have everything waiting. And when I come in, I want to leave that day. Yeah. Because then when there are issues, it's on us as a, as a you know, as a shop, you know, and, and any shop, you know, and, and then the the, I mean, the solution becomes a lot easier for the consumer at that point. But, I, but it's training, too, because, you know, we also are in a field that's highly competitive and you have shops like Krusty Grunt, who I used yeah. to be that shop. They are there's no way they're going to turn away work. No. When some guy says, "Oh, I order all this stuff. Will you put it on?" They're gonna go, "Yes, Fuck yeah. yeah, bring it down." So the the co- the consumers are also trained that, right. well, if I can get a better deal here, you know, like they're like, "Oh, you know, you guys have the best. You guys have the best shop, but I got a better deal here." And then when we're like, "We're not gonna install it," they're like, "What do you mean? Yeah. Why aren't you gonna? Inst- That's bullshit." You know, don't you want my money? I do yeah. want your money. It's not about that. Yeah. Because because when they It's about you're 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 gonna cost me more yeah, money. It's than gonna, I'm gonna cost make. it's yeah. gonna make both of us unhappy. But yeah. that, that that slight I try expense to that you that you uh that you experience when you buy something that way, <clears throat> it extends way further than that to me in the customer experience that you get. Yeah. You spend a little tiny bit more, but if there was no questions asked, you just said, Yeah, what parts do I need? This is what you need, we're gonna put it on, yeah. boom, done. You pay the bill. You ride the bike. You're happy. That's the way it's supposed you to be. You call me two so weeks later. Better. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm thinking about this. Man, what can I do for you? Yeah. I'm right there with you. You didn't beat the crap out of me all day. Yep. It's a give and take, man, between and then, a, and a then customer and a service guy's relationship. You have to understand that's like going into a tattoo guy or yeah. a bartender. Yeah. You know, you're not going to beat the shit out of a bartender. You're not going to beat the shit out of a tattoo guy. Yeah. You know, an artist. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that, that well, same I, relationship. Well, I do. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen your artwork. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, man, <laughs> $70, <laughs> fuck you. I'll, uh, man, I know this guy named... So, <laughs> but that relationship has a value, you know what I mean? It, to, to me, it really does. And I try to extend that to people when, when they're yeah. cool with us that way. I try to extend that back. All right. Well, I think that's it. Defund the police. Right? Yeah, defund <laughs> the police. Got my vote. Check us out, TalkingBrab.com, Instagram, all the social medias, TalkingBrab. Thank you.